It's time to relax, grab a drink, pull up a chair by the hearth, and have a seat in the Skald Circle to listen to the tale of the Fair Melusina from Albanian folklore, as told by Casimir. Before we begin our story, we wanted to remind you that we release new tales for free every week. Our shorter tales release on Wednesdays, and our longer chapter stories release on every other Saturday. Find out where you can hear them on our website at thescaldcircle.com. And be certain to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. That way, you'll never miss out on one of our enchanting tales from around the world. And this is the tale of the fair Melusina from Albanian folklore, as told by Casimir. There was a king who ruled over Albania, and he was very sad, for his wife had died. He kept by himself and would not be comforted, but at last his courtiers coaxed him to go a-hunting, and so dearly did he love the chase that he forgot about his grief. Not one day in the woods he was thirsty, and drew near a spring to quench his thirst. And as he drew near he heard a sweet voice singing, and it was none other than the fairy Prasina. He was alone, and he sat long listening to her song. And that was how at first he came to know the fairy. She was so sweet and gentle that by and by he persuaded her to be his wife. It was not a very wise thing for a fairy to wed a mortal, and Prasina promised only on the condition that he should never come to see her when she had children. The king gladly promised, and meant to keep his word, but one day the king's son, by his former wife, came hastily to him and told him that Prasina had given birth to three daughters. The king was overjoyed. He forgot his promise and flew to her chamber, where he found her bathing her three daughters. Prasina cried bitterly that he had broken his word, and he should see her no more. She took her three daughters and disappeared. Where did she go? Why, to the lost island. It was so called because it was only by chance that one ever found it, and even if one found it once, he might easily lose it and never find it again. Here she reared her children, and when they were grown, she took them every day to the top of a mountain, whence they could look down upon Albania. My children, she would say, you see that distant, beautiful country. There your father lives. He is the king of the land, and there you might now be living happily if he had not broken his word to me, and I could no longer live with him, for I had warned him of this and a fairy might not break her word. This went on year after year. And at last, when they were fifteen years old, Melusina, who was the first to be born, begged her mother to tell them what was the word their father gave, and how he came to break it. And when she heard the story, she was filled with wrath, and she laid a plot with her sisters for revenge upon their father. The three maidens said nothing to Pasina, but secretly set out for Albania. As they were half-fairies, they could use the fairy's charms, and this they did. They seized the king, their father, and shut him up forever in the heart of a mountain. Then they went back in triumph and told their mother what they had done. But Christina was not at all pleased. She did not wish the king, her husband, thus put out of the way, and she punished her children for what they had done. The other two she punished lightly, but she condemned Melusina to become, every Saturday, a serpent from the waist downward. The only escape for her was to find a husband who would promise never to look upon her on a Saturday, and who would keep his word. So long as he was faithful, all would be well. A fair Melusina now began to roam through the world in search of this faithful husband, 
for she was most beautiful to behold, and had every grace to make her winsome. But it was long before she could meet a man in her search. She passed through the black forest, and at last came to a place known as the Fountain of the Fairies. For there were many fairies about this place. It was also called the Fountain of Thirst. It chanced that Count Raymond strayed there one moonlit night, and there he saw three fairies dancing. But the most beautiful of the three was fair Melusina. She was so sweet and gentle that he fell madly in love with her, and begged her to marry him. The fair Melusina knew that she had at last found a man whom she had been waiting for. Yes, she would marry him, but on one condition only. He must never look upon her on a Saturday. The Count Raymond solemnly promised he never would. All went well for a while. They were happy together, but the evil that the fair Melusina had done lived on. For as each child was born to the world, it was crooked and ill to look upon. Yet this did not lessen Count Raymond's love for the fair Melusina. All might still have gone well had not someone whispered to the Count that it would be wise for him to see what Melusina was doing on Saturday. It was a foolish Count, and he became more and more curious. And at last, one Saturday, he hid himself where he could see and not be seen. Thus he watched for Melusina in her chamber. Oh, pity of pities, he saw her. The fair Melusina, but from the waist down, was a serpent, with silvery scales tipped with white. He covered his eyes, but it was too late. He was seized with horror, not so much at what he had seen at perhaps the thought of how he had broken his face. Perhaps he might yet have kept silence, but a great evil fell upon him. One of his sons had cruelly killed a brother, and Count Raymond was beside himself with grief. Suddenly he thought how all his children had been born crooked and how it must have been because of some wicked thing the mother had done. As he was thus weeping and wailing in the midst of his courtiers, the fair Melusina came in to comfort him. When he saw her, he burst into a rage and cried aloud, Away! Out of my sight, thou hateful serpent, thou wicked woman! Down to the ground dropped the fair Melusina in a swoon, and when she came to herself and looked with sad eyes on her lord, she knew then that her time had come and that she could not escape her punishment. The man she had been faithful to had not kept his word. Farewell, farewell, she moaned. Alas for the misery I am in. I had hoped that thou hadst been faithful and that I might escape my doom. It may not be. The mortal in me dies, but in my fairer life I must forever fleet about the earth as a poor lost spirit. And at that, with a little faint cry, her body fell again, but there was a rustling in the air as the fair Melusina set forth on a lone wandering. Count Raymond and those about him saw her no more, but whenever in the after years there was a new lord over the castle, the country folk said that she hovered about the Fountain of Thirst, a poor forlorn wraith. And that is the tale of the fair Melusina from Albanian folklore. Thank you for listening to our story. If you enjoyed it, we recommend taking a look at our Patreon page, as noted in the description below. You can earn great rewards while also supporting us, to keep these stories alive for generations to come. Also, remember to subscribe to us on your podcast app, and leave us a five-star rating if you enjoyed this story. A special thank you to Cat for their support this month. Without your contribution, we wouldn't be able to continue these stories, and we truly appreciate it. Visit thescaldcircle.com to stay up to date with all of our current events, news, and much more. Not only that, but you can also visit our story archive of every tale we have ever told. It's sorted by origin and region for the convenience of your listening pleasure. Thank you for listening to our story. <laughs>